Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Bezrat uh, Hashem. This week's shear will be <coughs> focusing on the earliest and latest times for Shachrit, uh, when we can daven the Tefillah of the Amida. Um, and as we'll see, um, what seems to be simple, as usual, uh, is not uh, so clear, and some of the topics are quite elusive. Um, let me say that uh, this year, let's dedicate it. Lerfu Ashlema shall Yitzchak. Sorry, let me just remember the the name. One second. Uh, uh, we should learn Lerfu Ashel Yitzchak Yehuda Ben Miriam Be'ezrat Hashem. Okay, let's begin. So the Gemara in Masechah Brachot, which discusses the earliest time for Tefillah Shachrit, brings the following uh, opinion of Abaya. Amar Abaye, le Shema, <coughs> for the reciting of Kriyat Shema, the correct time is Kvatikin. Kvatikin, Rashi explains, are the pious people or the people that are Zrizim. The Amar Abiyachanan, Vatikin hayu gomrinota imanetzachama, that the pious people would recite and complete Kriyat Shema together with Neitzah Remember, Neitzah is sunrise when we actually see the ball of the sun rising. Tanya Namihachi, we've also learned this in a brighter, Vatikino Yugomrinota Im HaNeitzah that the pious, righteous people would complete uh, Kriyat Shema at sunrise, Kadeshi Smoch Gula in order that they recite the Amida at sunrise, and they also are able to juxtapose the brochas of Kriyat Shema with the Amida. And they daven during the day. What is the source for this? Right? People will fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu with the sun, meaning that when you see the sun, you experience the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and you have a certain fear and reverence uh, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that is the benefit of davening Tfilat uh, Amida at sunrise. Now we have to ask a question on this Gemara. The Gemara is talking about the righteous, pious people that would daven Kriyat Shema slightly before sunrise so that they could daven the Amida during sunrise. From this Gemara, is it telling me that this is the only time that I'm able to daven tefillah. This is the preferred time that one should daven tefillah. Now, let's assume that it's the preferred time. Does that mean that I'm not, that I'm permitted to daven the Amida before and after? It's not so clear from this Gemara. And as we'll see, it's a big machloket rishonim. Actually, what is the Gemara telling me? The Gemara from here seems to imply that it's only the preferred time and the righteous people would daven Tfilat Amida at Shachrit. I can explain this one of three ways. Possibility number one is to read it not that this is the preferred time, but this is the actual time. Anything else is pretty much Bidyevet. We'll call it Bidyevet. Possibility number one. Possibility number two, we could explain this Gemara saying this is the preferred time, but if I'm not going to daven at sunrise, then I've got two other options, either before or after. And both of those are equally acceptable halachic options. That's another possibility. A third possibility is saying, no, sunrise is the beginning of the time. And if I didn't make it on sunrise, I can daven later. But davening before is really not okay. And maybe that he added, I might be able to in certain times, but really the beginning of time for Tvilat Shachrit is from sunrise. So I'm just putting out that those are the three options, and we'll see that actually each of the those options are taken up by some of the Rishonim. So it's not so uh, it's not so clear. So let's uh, let's carry on. But uh, from the Gemara itself, it's not so clear what the answer is. Okay, let's move on. Rashi tells us. Um, well, well, let's read the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch writes. We already saw this. The time for Kriyat Shema begins from the time of Mishayakir. Mishayakir is 
between Alot HaShachar, I dawn, and sunrise at some time in between. And at that time, you are able to recognize your friend, but it's actually preferred to daven, to recite Kriyashma slightly later, like the pious people, the preferred time to recite Kriyashma, even though you could begin from the time of Misha Yakir, which is, let's say, 25 minutes, half an hour before sunrise. No, push it further towards sunrise so that you are able to recite Kriyachma and juxtapose it with um, the mitzvah of, with the tefillah. And you have the benefit of yismoch tefillah of, of juxtaposing the bracha of Hashem redeeming us and davening, and you daven during the day. Again, what exactly is the Shulchan Aruch telling us? It sounds like this is a mitzvah mina muvchar. Everyone agrees. The best time to daven shachrit is at sunrise. What does that mean if we do not, if we're not able to daven at sunrise? Can we daven before? Can we daven after? Are they the same, davening before and after? And if I want to say it, it's difficult to fit it into the words of the Shulchan Aruch over here, perhaps, the Shulchan Aruch is telling us that, no, this is the only time that is really the time to daven tefillah shachrit, ayat sunrise. Anything else is already b'diyebet. That is difficult to, 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 to fit in to the words of the Shulchan Aruch in Orachaim Nunchet Sif Aleph. But let's, let's keep that in, on, on the back burner and continue, and let's see if things get clarified. Now, the Gemarin Masechet Brachot Daf Lamed tells us the following incident that happened. Avua de Shmuel, the lady, the father of Shmuel and lady, ki hava when they were setting out on a journey, they were catching a boat, they were catching a plane, havu makadme they would pray earlier. What does it mean they would pray earlier? The Gemara doesn't explain. The ki matizman karu, but when the time for Kriyachma arose, arose, then they would recite Kriyachma. What we do know is that obviously this time is before the time of Misha Yakir. We said that the earliest time to daven Kriyachma is Misha Yakir. So if, if this is before that, at some time before Misha Yakir, one could argue that perhaps it's referring to um, dawn, Alot Hashacha. Let's Let's the Gemara continues. Come on. Who is this opinion following? Kiha Tana, the following Tana, the Tanya we've learned in a brighter. Hishkim Derech, a person who was leaving to go on a journey. He can bring a shofar and he blows it, Lulam. And Menanea, he shakes a Lulam, Megila, Koreva, Zman, Kriachma, Kore. Again, it's not so clear from the Gemara what this time is, we know that it's before the Zman of Kriyachma. He had adds that also person who goes early can daven. And afterwards, when the time of Kriyachma arrives, he should do that. Now, then it brings the second opinion in the Brighter, Rav Shimon ben Elazar. Rav Shimon Elazar argues. He says, Ben kach ben kach, kore Kriyachma mitpalel. He should first recite Kriyachma and then Daven. Meaning, according to Rav Shimon ben, ben Alazar, I prefer to recite it, delay the Tvila of Shachrit until I can first recite Kriyachma. Now, the downside to that is obviously it seems that he's already going to be on the road and he might not be able to daven sitting down, uh, standing up. He might be having to sit on a plane, etc. Rather recite Kriyachma first in the brachot and then juxtapose the bracha of Gula to the Amida, that's more important than, than davening it beforehand. Now, as we said, the Gemara just tells us that Levi and the Brighter said that you daven before, uh, before the Zman of Kriyachma. What is that time? 
Rashi tells us, they would pray early, before the day. Now, we know, for those who have uh, been studying Dafyomi, Masechet Megillah, we saw, I think, eight days or nine days ago, the Gemara in Masechet Megillah tells us a famous brighter, which is actually quoted in this Gemara over here, that basically the mitzvot of the Yom, you can fulfill already. The mitzvah is to do it from Neitzachama. But if you do it from Alot HaShachar, you yotze. And Rashi over there tells us, in the Gemara in Masechet Megillah, I think it's Daf Chaf or Chaf Bet, I can't remember. Rashi over there tells us that the reason why you yotze, if you fulfill the obligation from the day, uh, from Alot HaShachar, is because halachically Alot HaShachar is the beginning of the day. And if Alot HaShachar is the beginning of the day, so if this is the mitzvah of the Yom, the Yom starts. So when Rashi Aviyah tells me, Kodem Hayom, that we can infer from Rashi that he's actually saying they daven before Alot HaShachar. Now it's not, uh, uh, I, I would say that there's room to argue and say that that's not what Rashi meant. However, Tosvot definitely understood Rashi that way. Let's read Tosvot. Tosvot over here say, Piresh Rashi, Kodem Amud HaShachar. Meaning, Rashi said, Kodem Ayom. We try to connect what Rashi said in Masechet Megillah Davchaf, that over there, Yom means Alot HaShachar. And Tosvot says it explicitly. Rashi holds that Levi would daven before Alot HaShachar. Now, I could argue, where did Rashi get this from? Because Lichora, the, the brighter just quoted, said that the, the, the brighter, the, the Mishnah in Megillah says that, you know, the days, all the mitzvot, Lechatchila from Neitzachama, but Bediyevit from Alot Hashacha. So if Rashi is correct, if, if Tosvot's explanation of Rashi is correct, that you're actually, when traveling, allowed to daven before Alot Hashacha, where did Rashi get that from? I'd like to suggest, if we just go back to the Gemara for a moment, if you look at this Gemara, it's quite interesting. The Gemara quotes a brighter. The brighter says as follows. Let's look at this brighter uh, uh, more carefully. It says, We bring him a shofar, he blows. And then he shakes it. Then it says, when he wants to daven, he first davens. And then when Zman Kriyachma, why did the brighter separate the two lists? Meaning, if I was authoring the brighter, I would have would have finished the list and then say, Why did the brighter have to make two separate um, kind of lists? lists? And one could say that this is where Rashi, not this isn't the only source, but this is where Rashi understood that regarding the mitzvah of Lulav and Shofar and Megillah, you can't go earlier than Alot HaShachar. But the mitzvah of Tefillah seems to be different. And that's why the Tana brought it in a different section. Because the time frame for Tefillah is not necessarily the same time frame as all the other mitzvot of the day. Okay, so I'm I'm just hypothesizing. Is this could this be a makar why Rashi said what he said? It fits quite nicely in that brighter. Again, did Rashi really say this? One could argue, but clearly this is how Tosvot understood it. Um, and Tosvot throws throws it out. He says, Tosvot says, How can this be? How is it possible that a person deemed Cain lo yotzin bo klau? If it's before Alot HaShachar, it's still, the, it's still nighttime. If it, how can one fulfill the mitzvah of Shachrit, davening in the morning, when it's nighttime? Before dawn, it's still night. It's not there yet. Rather, says Tosvot, the correct understanding of our Gemara is when the Gemara says that lady would pray early, he referred to Mishala Amud Hashachar from dawn. Right? That's what it means. 
Because really you should have davened from Neitzachama, but if you couldn't, you can go back to Alota Shachar. Now I just want to focus on the shit of Rashi for a moment. According to Toswat, it's clear that when the Gemara said that Levi davened early, it had to be from Alota Shachar. Now that means that it was, it's, that's that's not lechatchila. It's only if you're going on a journey. That's when you're allowed to daven from Alota Shachar. And the correct time to daven is Neitzachama. According to Rashi, who seems, uh, who says explicitly according to Tosfot, that no, when Levi and the father of Shmuel daven, went on a journey, they left even before Alota Shachar. Now we come back to our original question, which we opened with in the beginning of the year. We know that the preferred time is at sunrise. But if you cannot daven at sunrise, is there any objection to davening before sunrise? One could argue that according to Rashi, davening before sunrise is still okay. What the story of the Gemara was saying is what? Is that they were davening before dawn, Bishatatcha. And if this reading of Rashi is correct, it comes out as follows. That even according to Rashi, one can daven from Alotha Shacha. Right? And if it's Shatatchak, one might be able to daven even before Alotha Shacha. Rashi would agree that if you want to do a mitzvah in a mufchar, daven at night Sachama. Now, then is going to be a very, very important shita that, that we'll have to see halachalamaise, because many minyanim today start before Neitzachama. And the question is, listen, I don't need a daven in that minyan. That's the minyan of my community, but maybe I should drive 10 minutes to find another minyan, right? So can I lechatchila daven in, in that minyan, which is before Neitzachama? According to how we've explained Rashi, perhaps yes. Perhaps the Neitzachama is mitzvah mina muvchar, but from Alota Shachar until Neitzachama is still okay, even lechatchila. However, let's see how the Rambam explains this halacha. The Rambam says as follows in Hilchot Tfila, Perigimel, Halacha Aleph, and Halacha Zayin. Tfilat Shachar mitzvata sheyatchil litpalel im haneitzachama. The mitzvah is to daven it from sunrise. And now the, then the, the Rambam writes, ha-mitpalel kodem zmana lo chovato. He has not fulfilled his obligation. And he, he has to basically repeat. But if he davened due to an extenuating circumstance, in such a case from Alota Shachar, he can be Yotze. What is the Shita of the Rambam? If according to Rashi, we argue that perhaps from Alota Shachar until Zman Neitzachama is okay, even Lechatchila, it seems to be that according to the Rambam, that is not the case. That it's only Mamash Bishat and that's from Alota Shachar. But if it's not Shat and a person just decides he's going to go to the 615 minion, and that 615 minion is basically before sunrise, meaning they get to create, they get to the, the Amida before sunrise. According to the Rambam, you're in trouble, or at least according to the simple reading of the Rambam. Let me say, let me, uh, let me uh, add that Moriva uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Lichtenstein Zatzal, was not so clear what the shit of the Rambam is. Meaning, I've explained the Rambam. As, uh, as very simple. The mitzvah is to daven from nights. Anything before that is mamish bedieve. And only bishatat chakra, you're allowed to rely on that. That reading of the Rambam is definitely a reading in some of the achronim, and that's how Rav Eliezer Malamed paskins. However, Rav Lichtenstein, for other places in the Rambam, the Rambam seems to imply otherwise. So it could be that it's, the question about the Rambam is still not so clear. Let's see how the Shulchan Aruch rules. 
שולחן ארוך נעין סימן פ"ט, זה זמן תפילת שחרית מצוותה שיתחיל עם הנצח חמה. ניתם, או the optimal method of the מצווה is, צנרז, כדכתיב יראוך עם שמש. ואם יתפלל מי שעלה עמוד השחר, יצא. If he davened from עלות השחר, he has fulfilled his obligation. If you notice, the, Ramba, the, the Shulchan Aruch leaves out two words that the Rambam added. The Rambam adds, if we go back to the Rambam, the Rambam says in Halacha Zayin, Vim hitpalel tvilat shachrit, bish'at adchak achar alot ha-shachar yatsa. If one davened bish'at adchak due to extenuating circumstances, that's when you yotsa. Implying that if it's not extenuating circumstances, one could argue that according to the Rambam, one will not fulfill one's obligation of tvilat. Now let's look at the wording of the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch seemingly quoting the Rambam, but he just writes as follows, Vim hitpalel misha'ala amud ha-shachar, ve'ir p'nei mizrach, yatsa. He didn't, he left out the words, bishat atchak. Why did the Shulchan Aruch leave out the words, bishat atchak? And the simple reading of the Shulchan Aruch, at least my simple reading of the Shulchan Aruch, is to say, the, the Shulchan Aruch didn't necessarily agree with the Rambam. Meaning, vadai, However, if a person, even without extenuating circumstances, the person wanted to daven at the 615 minion, whereas according to the Rambam, if you had no good reason to daven at a minion, you might be in trouble. According to the Shogun either because of the Shita of Rashi, or because maybe he understood the Rambam differently. Anyway, let's, uh, let's continue. Now, says the Shogun in a time of need, a person needs to go on a journey. Meaning, the Shulchan Aruch in this halacha, in halacha chet, is telling me if I'm on a journey, I can bring it early. The previous halacha was telling me every day I should be davening at nights, at sunrise. If I davened beforehand, naughty boy, but I'm Yotze, I'm Yotze. When am I allowed to lechatchila daven before nights? Oh, that's when I'm extenuating circumstances, I'm going on a journey. But there's a huge nafkamina between how the Rambam understood this halacha and the Shulchan Aruch. According to the Rambam, if I have no good reason to daven before nights, I didn't perform obligation, I've got to redo the Amida. Where's according to the Shulchan Aruch? No. You might not be, uh, it might not be the best way to daven, but you definitely fulfill your obligation. At least that's how we understand the, 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 the Shulchan Aruch, right? Now, um, the Magen Abraham, right, um, writes um, <clears throat> that what? That, uh, that, the, that even according to the Shulchan Aruch, right, he holds that, but yeah, but you're not you're, you're not you're say uh, um, the the obligation. Let's read the Mishnah where he quotes it. Right? You gotta wait until sunrise. Okay. Ah, so sorry, sorry. However, if there's a good reason, I extenuate in circumstances, you're going on a journey. Then it is Then it is permitted to daven early. Okay, but don't make a bracha on the, on the twinin until it's time of Mishayakin. But look at the next seif, Amud HaShachar, seif Katan Bet. עמוד השחר הוא מה שמתחיל שער להבריק במקצת מעטמט. ומשמע מדברי המחבר, according to the Shulchan Aruch, he's quoting the Shulchan Aruch, the Kodem Eir, before this time, אף בדייבד לא יצא. Even בדייבד you have not fulfilled your obligation, וכן הסכימו הרבה אחרונים. ודלוק מגן אברהם. That you haven't fulfilled your obligation, and not like what the, the Magen Abraham said. I, the Megan of Ram holds 
listen, the Shulchan Aruch is not in the same category as the Rambam. Even if you want to say that according to the Rambam, if you had no good reason and you done before, you haven't fulfilled your obligation, but yet it says them again of Ram, the simple reading of the, of the, the Shulchan Aruch is that you have fulfilled it, but yet it comes along the Mishnah Brewer and says, no, not so simple. Now, um, I don't want to hop on this, uh, this, this uh, point too much, but the, the, the Shulchan Aruch did add two words. If you look, he says, Mishala Mudashachar. Um, sorry, yeah, Mishala Mudashachar Veir Pnei Hamizrach. Now that could be a later time after Alot Hashachar, and it could be that the Shulchan Aruch is saying like this: You have Alot Hashachar, then you have Heir Pnei Hamizrach, and then you have Nights. When did the Shulchan Aruch say, "But Yevet Yotzei"? Even without extending circumstances. When you david from that middle time called Pnei Heir um, Pnei Amizra. Okay, but that, that, that is some suggestion of that, that is the correct reading of the of the uh, Shulchan Aruch. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's a pre-Chadash. But let's, uh, let's move on. Okay. Now, bottom line, how do we Paskin? So the Sefer Isha Yisrael, which is a very important uh, uh, compendium of Halachot on Tefillah, says, Bishat Adchak, in a time of need, Kagon Shatzarich Latzet Mukdam Labodato, person needs to go to work. Oshar Ones, Ve'en Be'efsharoto Litpalel Bizmanah, you can't daven in the correct time, Gam Lo Yuchal Litpalel Ad Lachar Sheavoz Man Tefillah, and if you wait, basically, until your shift ends, it's going to be the end of the Zman Tefillah, In Be'efsharoto Yamtin Ad Lezman Mishe Yakir Et Chavero Mimerchak Arbamot, you should try and wait until this man of Kriyachma. But if not, Mashmad, that, that's not a problem. You can daven even beforehand. Okay. Now, there's a second topic that comes out from our, uh, from our uh, discussion. And that is, what happens when there's a conflict between davening with a minion in the correct time, let's say at sunrise or after sunrise, or davening beforehand, and that is, um, but, but, but uh, sorry, the opposite. Your shul minion davens early, 6.15 minion, but it's too early. Sunrise is at 6.50, and they do psuka de zimra in seven and a half minutes, right? So, so uh, you definitely, you're going to be getting to, to the zman of, of, of the Amida way before, way before sunrise. What are you doing in such a situation? Do you daven in a minion, or do you wait? And Davin at seven o'clock, or at six fifty. Let's see the opinion of the Igrot Moshe, who's got quite a unique understanding of it here. And the Igrot Moshe comes back to I want to just to to preface, uh, give an introduction to the Igrot Moshe. Remember when we had that initial Gemara? The initial Gemara told us the best time to Davin Zman Shachrit is at night. What does that mean regarding the time beforehand or afterhand? From the Gemara itself, it wasn't so clear. Let's have in that mind when reading the Igrot Moshe. If I wasn't fearful, that the fact that the sages instituted the Korba, the, the Tfila as a uh, replacement or corresponding to the Korban Tamid, there is no din of Mishayakir. And the other mitzvah that we saw the Gemara in Megillah that says all mitzvot of the day, Megillah, Shofar, Lulav, the mitzvah should be done at Neitzachama. Says the Igrot Moshe, that is true regarding the mitzvahs of the day, but the mitzvah of tefillah is not a, connected to the mitzvah of the day as much as a mitzvah connected to the korban of the day. And the korban of the day is not necessarily the same time as the day. And therefore, because the other mitzvot, it's only but what the Igrot Moshe is saying 
is that that's true regarding all the other mitzvot. But regarding the mitzvah of tefillah, that is not connected to the time of the day. That is connected to the karba. And this fits very nicely with the shita of Rashi. The mitzvah everyone agrees is at sunrise. As the brachas, as the pasuk says, you revere God with the rising sun. That's not before and not after. You have to get that exact moment. The perusha not later. In Cain, Efsha, it's possible, says the Igrot Moshe Rab Moshe Feinstein. A wild, wild chidush of Rab Moshe Feinstein. Rab Moshe Feinstein says the simple reading of that Gemara could be that there is no real preference of davening after nights, then davening before nights, meaning the time period from Alota Shachar until nights is the same as the time period from nights until the end of the third hour. Both of them are kind of lechatchila. Obviously, if you can't daven at sunrise, but if you can't, what's the difference? That is a huge chidush. And by the way, the, this opinion seems to be found in the opinion of the Rosh in the Rishonim. Uh, for those who have the book, I highly suggest reading the article at the end of this, uh, at the end of this year. There's an article by Rav Benzi on uh, Rav Benzi, uh, and, and, and he gives a fantastic uh, summary of the different shitot. But basically we see there Rav Moshe Feinstein, even though he didn't quote the, the Rosh, this seems to be the shitot of the Rosh. Okay, the bottom line is, yeah, if that's true, says Rav Moshe Feinstein, certainly it's prefer, preferable, if you're not going to daven at night, preferable to daven with a minion from Alot shachar, then daven after, by yourself after night Sachama. That is based on the opinion that we could see is, 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 is very clear, could be the opinion of Rashi as well. Argues the Minchat Yitzchak, Rav Weiss, and says as follows, no, uh, he's asked the same question. Should I daven with the community before night? Or daven afterwards by myself after sunrise? Right? And his answer is as follows. With the rising of the sun. In the end of the day, he says, well, if you're davening off the sunrise, that pasuk still applies. You're seeing the sun, right? He says, nah. yes, not, not, not absolutely clear. And therefore says Rab Weiss, if it's a question between davening with a tzibur or without a tzibur, daven with a tzibur before Nate Sahama, right? But here says Rabbi, I argue with Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. Whereas Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, it seemed to imply that before davening, before the minion, before nights or after nights are pretty much the same. So just find a minion. Rabbi is saying, listen, if you've got a minion at 6.15, which is before night, and you got a uh, got a minion at seven fifteen, which is after night. Clearly, the preference is to daven at the seven fifteen minion, because according to Rav Weiss, it's not equal. Like Rav Moshe Feinstein wanted to say that you know what's the difference davening before night or after night. According to Rav Weiss, certainly davening after night is preferred. Davening before night is only permitted if you're going to get the benefit of a minion versus davening the yichidut. Right? Okay. That, just wanted to clarify that uh, last uh, topic. Now, the Rabovad Yosef, quoted in Yalkut Yosef, brings a third shita. He says as follows. 
if you can dive in during uh, at sunrise or afterwards, it is not permitted to join a minion, right? That happens before nights. Meaning a person is for argument's sake retired. He can dab, but there's one there's one minion in his town. He's got a town, there's one minion. And the minion is at let's for argument's sake, 615. And now he's got a choice. Does he join that minion? Or does he daven afterwards? He can daven afterwards. He's not rushing to work. According to Rav Weitz and according to Rav Moshe Feinstein, daven with the minion. According to Rav Ovadi Yosef, rather daven the Yechidut than join such a minion. It's a shatat chak for the poalim, for the workers. That's considered but someone is not rushing to work. He has to daven either at nights or afterwards. And he's not permitted. That's quite a, a, a very, very different answer and shita, a huge halachalamaisa question for all those people that are living and the minion in town is basically before nights. According to Ravovadia, you don't daven in that minion. You never daven in that minion. According to Moshe Feinstein and Rav Yitzhak Weiss, in such a case, you would daven in such a minion. That's a huge halachic machloket. Uh, seemingly, Ashkenazim would over here seem to follow uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein and Rav Yitzhak Weiss, both the Ashkenazi poskim, even though I'm not sure that this is an Ashkenazi Sephardi machloket, but, but uh, perhaps this is... Uh, Perhaps this is connected to the machloket between Rashi and, Rab and Rambam. Meaning, perhaps that this argument between Rav Ovad Yosef and, and, uh, and Rav Moshe Feinstein is influenced by who they really felt the halakha followed, the Rambam or, uh, or Rashi. Okay? So then it would be kind of a Sephardi Ashkenazi uh, argument. The bottom line is, I think most uh, Ashkenazim in general would follow Rav Moshe Feinstein anyway in the, regarding this uh, issue. The Piskei Chuvot says as follows: Mission in It's exactly our case. That's the only minion in town. We saw the Piskei Chuvot is pasquining similar to Rav Moshe Feinstein and. And this is what I was hinting to regarding how to read the Shulchan Aruch, uh, that, that it's not just from Alota Shachar. You have to wait until he irpne Mizrach and Misha Yaki. Because there are still those that argue, as we saw Rav Ovad Yosef, that you should have an afterwards. So this is the pshara of the Piskei Tshuva. Wait until the time of Misha Yakir. As long as the minion davens from the time of Misha Yakir, then it's better to daven in a tzibur. Um, Because we're running out of time, I'm going to skip the special nature of uh, the Tvila of Vatikin. Uh, definitely, it is definitely a, a wonderful thing. Chazal praise those who can. Um, there's a bit of a discussion whether this is an absolute uh, must or it's just a preference. And the Nafkamina would be, uh, for example, let's have people who yeshiva bochrim. Should they try and push themselves to daven at night if it means that their uh, Torah study is going to be affected and they're going to be tired in, say, the Boker. It comes out that, uh, according to Rav Benzion Abishal, that if that's the case, one should not daven Vatikin, one should rather daven at a regular minion um, and be able to learn Torah in a more efficient, uh, awake uh, way. Okay, so there, that's just a summary of that, of that section. But I want to get to a more uh, practical, Shaila, the latest time for davening Shachrit. Okay. Uh, the Mishnah, if, if the Mishnah didn't say explicitly when the earliest time for davening Shachrit was, when it comes to the latest time for davening Shachrit, it says it explicitly. The Chachamim say you can daven Shmona Yisrael of Shachrit until midday. Rabbi Yudomer ad Arba Shaot. 
And Rabbi Yudha says, until the fourth hour. Generally, when we have a machloket between Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda, halacha karabim, halacha follows the Chacham. However, the Gemara Masechet Brachos Chafzayin says as follows. I'm Rav Nachman, Afana Nami Tanina. I'm also learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda ben Bavei Eid Chamisha Dvarim. The Rabbi Yehuda testified five things. When we talk about testification, we're talking about the Mishnayot in Sefer Ediot, which are the Mitzvot Muvcharot, because these halachot were kind of decided upon Nimnu Begamu on that specific day in Yavne. What was the Eidot that was accepted? That the Karman Tamid of Shachrit would be brought until the fourth hour. We learn from this, it includes the fourth hour. And Amar Avkana, therefore, since the Mishnah that we've just learned in Ediot, which is the preferred uh, Mishnayot in terms of Halacha Lamaise, so that proves that the Halacha actually follows Rabbi Yehuda and not Chachami, meaning that the time for Zman Tfilah is actually until the fourth hour and not until midday. The Rambam Paskins as follows. Tfilat HaShachar Mitzvatat Yadchil Yitpalel Imanei Tzachama Uzmana Ad Sof Sha'ar Adi'it Shishishitayot Paskins Lak Rabbi Yehuda but if a person made a mistake um, or seems to be avar, means made, he intentionally davened afterwards, he has fulfilled his obligation. He hasn't fulfilled his obligation of davening tfila in its correct time. Just as there's a mitzvah from the Torah to daven, there's also a mitzvah from the rabbis to daven in the correct time. But they, if, if a, daven, a person davens after the fourth hour, one doesn't fulfill that obligation, but one does fulfill the obligation of davening in its time. Now, this is very, very strange. If we pass in like Rabbi Yehuda, the Gemara seemed to explicitly say we pass in like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says that we can daven until the end of the fourth hour. Why did the Rambam say that, you know, after, after the fourth hour, if you daven, it's still okay. Not, it's not ideal. And you don't have tefillah bizmana. But where did that come from? We didn't see that according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, by the way, at Arba Sha'ot, but after Arba Sha'ot, still, you still fulfill your obligation, but you don't fulfill your obligation bizmana. Where did this come from? And the Beit Yosef uh, picks up on this. Where did the Rambam, and by the way, it's not only the Rambam, other Rishonim also accepted this approach. And the question is, where did they get it from? Explains the Beit Yosef, and he's going to give two approaches. I hope we've got time to, 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 to go through them. Explains the Beit Yosef. The fact that the Gemara says, I had it not filat ashachar ad and according to the Chachamim, the time is until midday. Ask the Gemara on the opinion of Chachamim, why only until midday? If a person missed Shachrit, he can daven Mincha. If he missed he can daven Shachrit. Shachrit means Palel Mincha. If you missed Shachrit, you can daven Mincha. Meshani Kuli Yuma Mitzali Vazel. Because you can daven the whole day. What is the Gemara saying? That according to the Shit of Chachamim, again, the Shit of Chachamim said until Chatzot. But we see that even according to the Shit of Chachamim, after Chatzot, it sounds like you can still daven, you just don't have that Tfila Bizmana element, but you can still daven. So the mashma mehacha says the Beit Yosef, even though the time for Chachamim, which was until midday, has passed, you can still daven the whole day and still get the schar of davening. You don't get schar tefila bismana, but you get the schar of tefila. The Lord and therefore says says the Beit Yosef. The Rishonim, even though we don't pass in our Chachamim, but we saw now that Chachamim have two categories. 
up until midday is tefillah bismana. After midday is tefillah shelo bismana. It's but you still get the mitzvah of tefillah. Says about Yosef, if we pass in like Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah had the same two categories. It's not found explicitly in Shas, but the Rishonim understood that also Rabbi Yudah had two categories. Up until the fourth hour is the correct time. From the fourth hour until Chatzot is Tfilah, well, not the, 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 you don't get Schar Tfilah Bismana. The difficulty with this approach is twofold. The Beit Yosef brings two kashas on his explanation. Let's, let's read it. Sorry, uh, we didn't bring his kashas, so I'll summarize his kashas. I'll summarize his kashas because it's not we didn't bring it in the body of the, of the... It sounds like that this is based on a din of Tashlumin. Meaning that this answer is really a din in Tashlumin. That if I miss the fourth hour, the reason why Rabbi Yehuda says I can daven until midday is based on a din of tashlumin, on a catch-up prayer. The difficulty with that is the Gemara gives very, very specific guidelines of who can daven a, mitzvah, a tefillah tashlumin. For example, the Gemara says it's only regarding a person who missed the tefillah b'shogeg. But if a person intentionally missed the tefillah shachrit, you are not permitted to have a catch-up tefillah and daven two minchas, right? We don't find anywhere that the Rambam said that if you missed it, right, until the fourth hour intentionally, that you can't daven until chatzot. So says the Beit Yosef, I don't understand. If we understand that, that Rabbi Yehuda's allowance of davening from the fourth hour to midday is based on the principle of tashlumin, okay, but that's only, that's only Bishage. A person woke up late. He set his alarm clock to wake him up at seven o'clock. He didn't hear it. He woke up at 11 o'clock. Okay, Beseda, that's Shage. What about the person who set his alarm clock for 11 o'clock? Says about Yosef, according to this understanding, if we if this is understanding of Rabbi Yuda, then you shouldn't be able to, uh, to daven uh, shachrit after the fourth hour. But that wasn't mashma from the Ramba. And that's the difficulty of the Beit Yosef. And therefore the Beit Yosef gives a different answer. The Beit Yosef, and I'll summarize it because we, we are um, we're running out of time. The Beit Yosef says, look, it's not necessarily a din in Tashlumin. Rabbi Yehuda has two dinim, meaning a compi that according to Chachamim, you can daven until Chatzot. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, until, until the fourth hour, yes, after the fourth hour, zero. Meaning, says Abed Yosef, we are trying to minimize the machloket between Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda. Even Chacham, even Rabbi Yehuda will agree that after the fourth hour, it's still this man of tefillah on a certain level. Not midin tashlumin, not because it's a tashlumin, but this is really even this man of, of, um, this man of uh, tefillah. Now, the question is, now there's two, there are two very important halachic ramifications between the first answer of the Beit Yosef and the second answer of the Beit Yosef. According to the first answer of the Beit Yosef, that it's really based on the din of tashlumin, the Beit Yosef himself says that if a person intentionally set his alarm clock for 11 o'clock in the morning, he will not be able to daven after the fourth hour because that's intentional. And since this is the din of Tashlumin, it's not going to work. According to the second answer of the Beit Yosef, no, he's a naughty boy, but according to Rav Yudha, this is still the actual time of Twila, and therefore one still could daven. Another nafkamina is, if I understand that it's a din in tashlumin, I might be able to daven shachrit, not only until midday, but even for the first half an hour after midday. Because mincha only starts from the half an hour after midday. So if it's a din in tashlumin, says the Beit Yosef, I could go all the way to, let's call it 12.30. If midday is 12 o'clock, I could go in daven shachrit all the way to 12.30. If, however, I understand that it's not a din in tashlumin, 
then no, Rabbi Yudha says the fourth hour is the correct way. Until midday is still the time of Tvila, but after midday, zero, zilch. You cannot daven at all. Those are the two halachic ramifications dependent on the two answers given by the Beit Yosef. Question is, which of the answers does the Shulchan Aruch rule? Look at the Shulchan Aruch. We'll end off with this. We've got uh, three minutes. Shulchan Aruch says, Zman hayom. And the time is until a third of the day, i.e. the fourth hour. Ve'im ta'ah, if he made a mistake, or avar, or intentionally missed it, and he dove in between the fourth hour and midday, although he doesn't have the reward of tefillah in its time, he still has the tefillah. The Shulchan Aruch seems to be paskening that it's not a din in tashlumin, because if it was a din in tashlumin, if it, he was avar, he wouldn't be able to daven. So therefore, since it's not a din in tashlumin, he can still daven until midday. The Ramah is, The Ramah is following the psak of the Shulchan Aruch, meaning since the Shulchan Aruch passed that it's not a din in tashlumin, so therefore, I cannot also, the second ramification, which is actually a chumrah, after 12 o'clock, I don't have that half an hour. I don't have that half an hour. That is the psak of the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah. However, the Achronim were choshesh for the first understanding of the Beit Yosef, i.e. the understanding of Tashlumin as well. And this is the opinion of the Mishnah Burra. The Mishnah Burra says, V'tov sheit palel az betorat nedava. It's better that you daven as a voluntary tefillah. Why? Why do I need to daven as a voluntary tefillah? Explains. Some did accept the opinion of the Beit Yosef that it's a din in Tashlumin. If it's a din in Tashlumin and you did it for Mezid, you did it on purpose, you cannot daven. And therefore, when one davens, one should make a condition that if he really is exempt because, because he did it on purpose, then his twiller that he's doing now is a nedava, is a voluntary um, uh, opinion. Okay, that will we'll end off with that opinion, uh, wrapping up the latest time to davening. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Bezrat Hashem, next week we will uh, conclude uh, volume 10. And Bezrat Hashem, Bezrat Hashem, with a lot of Siyata Dishmaya, we will be able to go to print uh, next week. By the way, just I don't know if people know, there's a shortage of paper in Israel right now. Um, it's unbelievable. Uh, but please, God, Bezrat Hashem, we will be able to go to print next week, and we will have the books ready for you for basically for two weeks' time. Bezrat Hashem, we should be able to stay on schedule. Okay. Yes, Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Bye. You cast your neighbors. <laughs>